This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Equity Minds. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you can. Welcome to another episode of the Equity Mates Summer Series, proudly brought to you by Superhero. Over 12 episodes, we're deep diving into some of the most exciting, interesting, and well-known companies from both here in Australia and over in the US. In some instances, we'll be hearing directly from the CEOs to give you first-hand insight into their companies. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going? I'm very good, Bryce. Uh, very excited for this episode. One of the most exciting companies uh, that Australia has produced following a trend of great medical marvels that we've exported to the world, CSL we all know, Cochlear many of us have heard of, ResMed, probably the least well-known of those three. You reckon? I reckon, yeah. But another great medical med tech, medical tech business to come out of Australia. Yeah, I know it well. It was uh, head office was next to the Woolworths head office all the way out at Bella Vista for a moment there. Uh, so well, its head office is actually in San Diego and it's been based in the moment, States for, for about 30 years. For a moment, <laughs> it was... Good to see you read the notes. <laughs> for, a, for a moment, it was uh, out at Bella Vista. Uh, well, there was an office out there. But anyway, yes, ResMed is... Um, is the company that we're deep diving on today. Uh, you can find it available on the Superhero platform. And the Summer Series is brought to you by Superhero, who allow you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees. And you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions and fees and charges apply. Now, uh, as always with our Summer Series episodes, this episode gives you the opportunity to win $1,000 in a superhero wallet. Uh, all you need to do is listen to this episode, head across to our Instagram page, and on the corresponding post for this episode, drop your comments with your favorite fact about ResMed, and you could go in the chance to win 1000 bucks into your superhero wallet and get trading today. So, Ren, let's get into it. There's no bigger problem by the sound of it than sleep apnea. <laughs> Maybe, uh, definitely not no bigger problem. Maybe no bigger problem in my life. I'm pretty sure I've got. It? I'm pretty sure I've got sleep apnea. My dad has sleep apnea, and yeah, I'm pretty confident I do. But it's not proven. It's not proven, and that is going to be a recurring theme in this episode because what, I issues that you have that aren't proven. <laughs> 
no, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> but I, like many people around the world, probably have sleep apnea but don't know it, haven't been tested and haven't uh, given our money to ResMed to treat it. And that in that fact lies the big opportunity for ResMed. Yeah, big opportunity. Big opportunity. So let's talk about it. Let's start with sleep apnea. What is it? So it's a, a sleep disorder. Uh, I don't like to get your thoughts on why you think you have it, but it's a sleep disorder in which pauses in breathing or periods of shallow breathing occur more often than normal. Basically, it disrupts normal sleep. Yeah. It, it basically, the effect of it is that uh, you're if you're really sleepy throughout the day, you're tired throughout the day. Uh, in kids, it can also cause hyperactivity, that whole like overtired um, state. And then if untreated over time, it can lead to serious health problems such as high blood pressure, heart trouble, stuff like that. It's just being a bad sleeper, not getting enough air in the lungs, basically. My sister was reading a book, this is a side note, but reading a book on the importance of sleep. And this um, this professor guy essentially says that if you were to put your body in a state to live to its maximum period, its maximum length, it would be putting it into a state of sleep. Yeah. And shout out to Claire, because before then, Bryce didn't actually know that sleep was important. So <laughs> Not true. Not true. So sleep is important, obviously. Sleep apnea uh, disrupts that. Um, but I think the important thing here is just how many people have sleep apnea, but don't realize it. So these numbers are from the US. There's also some numbers from Europe we'll get to in a second. But it is estimated that one in 15 adults in the US have obstructive sleep apnea, which equates to about 18 million people. But approximately 80% of these people are undiagnosed. Another estimate that I read suggested that 90% of patients with obstructive sleep apnea remain undiagnosed. In another study that we looked at, uh, it had a similar number for the US, about 80%. They had the market as only 20% penetrated. But in Europe, only 5% penetrated, meaning 95% of people are undiagnosed. Most people just suffer through this thinking that they're not sleeping well. Yeah, and while ResMed uh, helps those that do get a diagnosis, it's I think it's fascinating that so many people are undiagnosed. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a challenge there in helping more people recognise that they have it or giving making it more accessible to get diagnosed. It feels like a whole other podcast. But. Yeah, and I feel like it's because this isn't like diabetes or, you know, cancer or any of the other serious diseases where it truly affects your life this is like a quality of life illness like, i kind of disagree i think a long period of time with no sleep or poor sleep has pretty intense consequences on your overall health yeah well, of yeah. course it does but but sorry my point is more like it's not like you get your foot cut off and you realize it and you can't go about your day to day without it like you can live your life and you can just think you're getting bad sleep yeah and just be like that doesn't mean it shouldn't be uh, anymore. No, no, no. But, but <laughs> the only point I'm trying to make is that's why it's so undiagnosed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are just like, oh, I had a bad sleep. Yeah, exactly. And I just keep having bad sleeps and maybe I need to cut out alcohol or yeah, maybe yeah. I need to stop eating before bed and, you know, all these different things. And the idea of going to a doctor and getting a sleep study, uh, I think is becoming more mainstream. Like in the last few weeks, one of our mates did it. Another one is talking about it. Um, so I think, you know, anecdotally from the sample size of our close, uh, group, I think it's, it's happening more and more, but mm. I think well, people just are more aware of it now. 
I feel. Yeah. 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 So. ResMed. ResMed. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the history of the company because we love founder-led businesses. Yeah. It's not quite founder-led, but it's probably as close as you can get for a 30-year-old business. Yes. It was founded in 1989 by Peter Farrell. Uh, they moved to San Diego in 1990. And then in 2013, Mick Farrell, Peter's son, took over as the company's CEO. So family uh, founded and family run business. Yeah, second generation family company. Yeah, and we know the importance. We've speaking, spoken to experts about, um, you know, the impact that it, uh, it, is, it can have on a company when it is founder run. But what, what does ResMed do for those that haven't heard of it? They do plenty, plenty of stuff in the sleep apnea space. Yeah. Well, they create uh, CPAP machines, which stands for Continuous Positive Airway Pressure yeah. Machines uh, that help people with sleep apnea, I guess, get air in the lungs. Mm. Um, they operate in over 140 countries and they create a whole bunch of associated products, uh, but really it's it's focused on helping people with sleep apnea and these CPAP machines. Yeah, helping them breathe easier, sleep better, and I think also ease the pressure on um, the healthcare system by keeping people out of hospital and treat them in their homes. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I mean, that's not really a product, but sure. No, but I mean, rather than people, their their products are at-home products. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to go to hospital. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. They are dual listed on the ASX and the New York Stock Exchange. Pretty sure they're part of the S&P 500 index. So they're a big company and they're a, a true Australian success story, I think, in that they are the dominant player in a global market. We'll talk about their competitors in a second. I think Australian healthcare companies are something that we should be really proud of and something that we seem to do particularly well here in Australia. And this is another example of that. So Ren, before we take a look at uh, the industry and some of the major competitors for ResMed, given the size of the industry, you'd think there'd be a few. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Let's take a look at the industry, the CPAP industry, the continuous positive airway pressure machine industry. It is uh, quite large. Market was $3.3 billion in 2019, according to some research done by BCC, and it is expected to grow to $4.5 billion by 2024. So compound annual growth of about 6.2%. So it's not a small industry, uh, but ResMed certainly seem to have a pretty dominant share in this industry. ResMed has a $37 billion market cap. It's probably its biggest competitor is Philips. They have about a $34 billion market cap, so similar size. And if we look at market share, those two companies are the two big um, 800-pound gorillas in the space, I guess. The data we have here, it's split into obstructive sleep apnea devices and then masks. I assume masks are the consumables. Let's start with the device, the CPAP machines themselves. Talk to me about market share. Who's dominant? Well, we've got ResMed just out in front of Philips. 48% of the market goes to ResMed in the um, OSA device market. Philips, not far behind though, 42%. And then the remaining share... 10% of the market is made up of all the other providers of uh, OSA devices. So, yeah, they they almost have 50% market share. If you thought Coles and Woolies were a duopoly, I mean, this is just a duopoly on another level. Absolutely. So that's devices, 48% ResMed, 42% Philips, all of the remaining providers, 10%. What about masks? Masks is uh, a little different. ResMed continues to hold pretty dominant share, 50% of market share for the OSA masks to ResMed. Philips, though, uh, has dropped to 35% of market. And as you mentioned, Fisher & Paykel Healthcare, they come in with 10% market share and 5% to all remaining competitors. So um, Fisher & Paykel playing in the consumable space. No, no, I think they play in both. I just don't think they have Not enough. Not as big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, all I take away from that is that ResMed's masks need to be changed more frequently. Potentially. Because <laughs> they've got 48% of device and then 50% of... Mask. mask and then Philips has 42% device, 35% mask. Just like the device to mask ratio suggests that you need to buy masks more often. Yeah. So I assume these are like annual figures. You would think so. Yeah. yeah. Look, ResMed certainly sitting pretty in terms of uh, market share. Um, yeah. Philips also had a voluntary recall earlier this year for a range of products. Ooh. Not, I mean, definitely something you want to see that they're voluntary recalling rather than being forced True. to recall, but not something you want to see that a recall has to happen. For ResMed, there's an opportunity to really capitalise as Philips are pulling product from the market. Two dominant companies in this space. Between them, they supply 90% of the device market and 85% of the mask market. Yeah, so in terms of the revenue mix, just having a look here to your point, Ren, so 60% of um, ResMed's revenue is from selling the devices and then the remaining 40% comes from the associated consumables such as the masks. 60% of their revenue driven from the United States. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is a great business in the sense that if you can diagnose people with sleep apnea when they're young, then they have to buy the device and then they have to keep buying masks and eventually the device is breaks Plays and replaced and they've got to keep buying technology. masks. And obviously there's two big competitors who are constantly working to make better devices. In terms of creating a product that people need to use every day and is so central to their sleep, 
And then you can sell consumables on top of that. If I was a ResMed executive, I would just be doing everything I can to get more sleep studies done. I was done. just going to say I would that, be yeah. getting like vans, like, you know, you know how they do like um, dental checkups where they do like free dentist clinics yeah, and yeah. they drive around to schools and all that stuff. I'd be doing like sleep sleep uh, RVs. It would be like, you want to do a sleep study? Here's a portable sleep study van. We're in Darlinghurst for two weeks and we're in Rushcutters Bay for two weeks. Then we're going up to Chatswood. Or you just go to all the corporate offices in major cities and just go, lunchtime, come on down, grab your sleep kit. No, take I, it home. I take, yeah, take yeah. it home. Yeah. Come back, come back yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> come back tomorrow with the results yeah. and we'll have everything here for you. I would be doing, I would just be subsidizing as many sleep tests as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that. Uh, well, they may be doing something in the space to be to help people. Become, Never seen it. Become more aware. Well, they actually no. Sorry, you know what the difference is? Because I called up to get a sleep study done. Yeah, you need a GP referral. Interesting. That's the barrier. Which seems pointless. I don't know the ins and outs of why, but yeah, it's like, like if if you think you need it. And it's you just want a sleep test. Why? Yeah. Do you, why do you need GP approval? Yeah. Because what's the worst that can happen? They're like, They're you're like, fine. You're fine. Like, you just pay I for just, something you I didn't just need. need to stop drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you're listening, Resmed, we'd love to hear from you as to what you're doing in this space to yeah. help that. That's where like uh, Exxon or like one of those big oil companies would just pay lobbyists to yeah to change the rules. Yeah. Resmed, get some lobbyists. Also, Exxon don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> Great business in terms of uh, that customer lifetime customer value by the sounds of it um, in a pretty dominant market position within the industry. How's that translating in terms of its financials? Yeah, so $3.2 billion in revenue last financial year, uh, half a billion dollars in net income, just shy, $470 million. So like strong numbers. When you look at the growth rate, the growth rate isn't – you know, it's not like it's not tech numbers. Uh, just under twelve percent compound annual growth rate in revenue for the last five years. Not bad. Yeah. And then profit six percent compound annual growth rate for the last five years. So I mean, solid growth. N- not mind blowing growth. No. But solid growth. It's not afterpay growth. I mean, you do twelve percent a year for twenty years, and you're gonna you're gonna do all right for Compounding yourself. Compounding very well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just it just feels like, I don't know. If Apple came up with a CPAP machine, they would get the rest of that, the 80% of that market done in like three years. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apple, It'd be a big pivot. Uh, Apple are the best consumer hardware makers Jeez, in the world. Look good. They would make it'd such a good machine and they would convince the world to get a sleep good. test. It would. Uh, just, just on the point of uh, like technological improvements. So I remember when my dad first got his sleep apnea like machine it was a monster yeah, it yeah, was like yeah. take up the whole bedside table Noisy. like full like face mask yeah, like it yeah. was clunky and this was late 2000s like you know 2008 2009 whatever mm-hmm. in 10 years the machines are sleek now like really? they're, they're you still know you're wearing it yeah yeah, <laughs> but, yeah yeah but they're so much better than where they were and i'm sure that's only going to improve yeah when apple make one <laughs> yeah <laughs> So something that we haven't touched on, but just looking at their um, revenue uh, mix as well. So they're obviously making revenue from devices. Then there's the masks and other components, but there is a SaaS component to their business, always a software as a service. And they run a network of -of out-of-hospital healthcare management solutions. And these solutions are designed to help, you know, the providers of people delivering uh, healthcare solutions uh, delivered in a way that's more personalized and they can measure results better and, and overall improve the outcomes of patients. So 
playing in that space. A lot of a lot of it, products are now cloud connected, so they're bringing in a lot of digital health technologies to, uh, I guess, improve the way in which you you yourself can monitor your sleep and and improve your sleep outcomes as well. So. That um, is a growing part of the business. Yeah. Now, I think the last thing to mention around financials is the valuation. So we mentioned that the company is the last five years. It's gro- it's grown its revenue at twelve percent a year, mm-hmm. uh, profit at six percent a year. What PE would you put on that? Like what price to earnings ratio? Ball ballpark it for me. What would you put on that? Like twelve. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing trades at twelve these days. Yeah. <laughs> Slow <trade>? boring companies. <laughs> Slow, boring, uh, unappealing healthcare companies. No, I don't know. I'd say what's the average? Anything (laughs) in the market? (laughs) What's the average? Like, what's the average at the moment? Twenty about that? Twenty, twenty, twenty-two or something? Yeah. So I'd probably put it at market average. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll take your market average and I'll raise you PA of seventy-seven. Whoa. Yeah. So I think that's for ResMed. Actually, for a lot of these Australian tech companies, uh, sorry, the Australian medical companies like CSL and stuff, the question has never been about their growth prospects or the quality of their business. It's always just been a question of valuation. And uh, ResMed is one of those because the market sees what we see. They see that there's this dominant duopoly. They see how successful ResMed has been. They see the, I guess, the untested and untreated majority of people that could form the total addressable market. They see all that and they price it. Yeah, high expectations. And so it's rare that you would find a company that's grown its revenue 12% and is trading at such a high PE. Mm, Probably mm. less rare in 2021 than it would have been in like 2018. Mm. But um, Well, CSL's at 43. What's Cochlear? Cochlear is trading at PE of 45, so not too far off CSL. But yeah, you're right. It's pretty pretty lofty multiples for... Uh, CSL's always had that issue. People are like, it's too, it's overvalued, it's overvalued. Yeah. And look at it, just keeps on plugging away. But I mean, people in the US talk about the same with Amazon. They say Amazon mm. traded at a PE of 60 from when it was a you know, $100 million company to when it was a trillion dollar mm. company. Although CSL's pretty flat since the start of 2020. But anyway, we're not here to talk about CSL. Let's close out by talking about some of the future prospects for ResMed, Ren, uh, and then, yeah, see what's on the horizon. So they have a pretty big mission. Yeah, they, they have a mission, and the mission is to change 250 million lives by 2025. Neat numbers there. Uh, in the last 12 months, the company talks about changing 130 million lives. I guess trading 130 yeah. million people is probably another way you could phrase that. So basically they want to double the amount of people they treat per year in the next four years. I like the ambition. Just on the Apple thing, you've got me thinking because they're thinking about the digital component of this business as well. Like Apple harvests sleep patterns of people yeah, through yeah. their iPhone. Oh, and the watch. And their watch. And so this is a complete tangent, but the watch, the di- the digital watch business is getting super hot because of the data. So you know how um, Google acquired Can't remember, Fitbit but I know, yeah, or got, yeah. yeah, Fitbit, one of them, yeah. And then Apple's obviously got the watch. Garmin is still its own business. Uh, the amount of Heart data that you can give to health insurers and that you can create products mm. on and all this stuff, yeah, there's it's uh, it's heating up. Interesting. So what are you saying? You're saying... Well, I'm just thinking if, you know, to your point of hypothetically Apple making a move in, they're going to have a fair bit of data being around being like, hey, Ren, we've noticed through your watch and through your iPhone that you're above average in terms of poor sleep performance. Or ResMed should partner with Apple and they go, you should 
check out Resmed. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've seen that your sleep is so poor. Yeah. Anyway. Apple, reach out. <laughs> Apple or Resmed. <laughs> Partner. But really, like when you look at this business, it's not like they're chasing a whole bunch of adjacencies in terms of, you know, we're sleep ex- experts and we've got this dominant position in the sleep apnea market and we're going to try and move into like other sleep-related issues Mm, mm. that's not really what the business is talking about they're they're just focused on this one sleep issue and they're just trying to get more people to do sleep tests and get more CPAP machines out there they do have 8,500 patents and designs that's a lot (laughs) um and they invest seven to eight percent of their revenue in R&D which is impressive and with that 7 to 8% uh, of revenue invested in R&D, it looks like there are some adjacencies that they're moving into. Chronic p- obstructive pulmonary disease. Heart? Yeah, progressive lung disease. Oh, um, pulmonary, yeah, right. and, and I'm sure there are other diseases or um, other issues that they're, they're looking at. Mm. But really, like this, as investors looking at this business, it's a sleep apnea business that is trying to Get more people tested. 250 million and all of that more stuff. people. 250 million, more machines, more masks. That's it. Better valuation. Or at least grow into their valuation. Pretty big expectations from the market. But as we've gone through today, pretty big addressable market and a problem that it sounds like, well, we know a lot of people face and hopefully uh, more and more people can get diagnosed to actually treat it and get a, get a good sleep. Imagine if 90% of the population all had much better sleeps. Could be a completely different world. Well, I mean, if you do if you do some simple maths and let's just say 20% of the US is um, traded and I know that their revenue is global, but let's say 20% of the US is traded and they do $3 billion a year revenue off the back of that. So if, if everyone got tested and they got 100% of people with sleep apnea, you 5X their revenue, $15 billion company, the share price is, sorry, the market cap is $38 billion. Like if that's the multiple, everyone can get tra- <laughs> if, if everyone can get traded. All of a sudden, they're trading on a two and a half price to sales ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you five x their profit. You go from half a billion to two and a half billion. I mean, the PE is still rich, mm. but maybe there's some uh, operating leverage and economies of scale. So you're more than five x the profit. But that's the business. Great Australian company, even though they've been based in San Diego for about 30 years, we still claim them. So good on them. Yeah, I'd good on them. to see it. You might see me in a uh, ResMed CPAP mask in 2022. Well, that's it. Good luck with the sleep study. Looking forward to seeing the results of that. But uh, look, Ren, that does bring us to the end of our episode today and the end of our summer series. It's been awesome. We've covered 12 big, exciting, new age companies that have both here in Australia and over in the US. We've spoken to some awesome CEOs and had an absolute ball and we're looking forward to getting back on air in uh, next week with our uh, classic return with some bold predictions, stock of the stock year. Stock of the year, yeah. yeah pre- pressure's going to <laughs> pressure be on. Pressure is on. <laughs> I, hopefully, uh, by the time you're listening to this, I'll have spent all summer in the books, in ticker, <laughs> on the superhero platform, I really th- no, studying my options. I think you've le- should learn from, learn from your mistakes. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> 
But look, yeah, it's been awesome. And a massive thank you to Superhero who have supported the Summer Series over the last six weeks. Have We've given away 12. Well, by the end of this episode and by the end of this week, we will have given away $12,000 to the Equity Mates and Superhero community. And by we, we really mean Superhero. superhero so thank you to Superhero. Via, via Equity Mates. So thank you to Superhero. Congratulations to all of those people that have uh, taken home a thousand in a superhero wallet and started your investing journey. And yeah, hopefully if you have joined us for the first time during this summer series, uh, you've enjoyed the content and uh, we hope that you stick with us throughout 2022 as we explore more companies, more sectors, speak to more experts. Uh, We're really excited for the year ahead. So superhero uh, allow you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees. And you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more eligibility criteria, terms and conditions, and fees and charges apply. And a reminder that this is the final chance to win that $1,000 into a Superhero wallet. So head across to our Instagram page, drop in some of the key facts that you learned from this episode on the corresponding ResMed post that will be there today. And uh, some of the best stats that are dropped in there We'll choose a winner and announce it later this week or perhaps on Monday through our stories. So, Ren, it's been a lot of fun. Love talking to stock specifics. And, uh, yeah, big thanks to Superhero. Yeah, massive thanks to Superhero. All of these companies and more available on the Superhero platform. My big takeaway from the last 12 episodes is just the range of companies that we can invest in uh, in Australia and overseas. We've covered companies that are working on some of the big sustainability challenges of our times, Mm -hmm. like Beyond Meat and Calyx, even BWX. We've found companies that are on the forefront of new innovation, you know, like uh, Airbnb and Alassian. We've spoken to companies that are trying to disrupt industries like F45 and Peloton, who have two very different visions for the future of the fitness industry, Mm -hmm. but are both chasing those goals hard. And then we've just spoken about some of the great companies here and everywhere, REA Group, uh, ResMed Today. It is just such a great opportunity. There's so many ways to make money in the share market because there's so many great companies trying to solve really big challenges and do big things. Um, I bet at the end of this you have all 12 of these (laughs) in your portfolio. (laughs) Well, uh, let's put it this way. I have some but not all. Okay. Um, But I think just a massive thank you to Superhero for letting us go deep on these 12 companies. Uh, You can check out all of them and more on their platform Um, and excited for 2022 for more Stock chart. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's do it. Pick it up next week. Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. 